0: On 2SM and the Super Network, high tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Five after
1: six, and further to that, weather if you're heading out today, east to the north, easterly, 10 to 15 knots, tending north to north, easterly, below 10 knots during the afternoon and evening. Seas point five of a metre, partly cloudy, and a very, very determined fly in the studio driving us. here all day, has it? <laughs> Who
2: he is. An unwanted guest. He wasn't invited. He's, he's, he's Well, he's he's made himself home. He's well, done we have all sorts of people and insects turn up here.
3: <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not going to use that as a segue into the next segment either.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> online we Robert no, Borzak, shooters, I'm I'm enjoy- fishers and farmers. I'm enjoying but... him digging my hole. <laughs> Good morning, Robert. How are you?
4: Good morning, Grant. Kieran, are you calling me an insect? Unwanted <laughs> insect,
1: though. No, 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 no. <laughs>
3: It sounded that way,
4: did well, it? Some, some people might think I am, but, uh, you know... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I think uh, not, qu- yeah. not quite.
3: No. Not quite. Definitely no, not. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Robert, how did the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers end up in the election last night?
4: Well, we don't really know yet. Um, there's only... There's less than a third of the vote count counted, I think, for the uh, upper house. So it's tracking at the moment that we're going to get elected. But, I um, mean, who really knows? Yeah. And we just have to wait and see where it goes. Yeah. Um, the interesting count on the, on the night, of course, was the lower house um, to see Labour get up. Uh, I think they're predicting with 50 seats, you need a majority at 47. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, they're going to they're going to form government in their own right. They won't be relying on the benches and they won't be relying on uh, yeah anybody at all uh, in the lower house. Um, yeah. In the upper house, of course, it'll be a different story. Uh, it looks like they may have about. Picked up about eight seats um, on on the existing count, but they've lifted their vote in the upper house by over nine percent so far, which is a big, big jump. Um, and uh, and the coalition look like they've dropped about nearly four um, percent. Is yeah. this a
2: re- a knee jerk reaction from the public, or did was this foreseen?
4: Oh, I think. I think uh, the polls and everyone was predicting, except until the last minute, uh, that it was going to be a minority government because it was heading in that direction. Uh, You would have seen a lot of talk about that and the requirement of Labor to rely on, say, the Greens for supply. Um, But uh, it hasn't turned out that way, it doesn't seem. um, They've done very well in the regions. I think they've done really quite well in Sydney as well. It is a big, big jump from where they were uh, to... If they end up with 50 seats, it's uh, what's that nine plus another three. So that's uh, a, a 12, 12 or 13 seat yeah. jump on where they were before.
3: Robert, has any party actually held um, four terms in Parliament, or is three the longest any of the parties have held?
4: No. Um, the Labor Party last time uh, started under Bob Carr. They ended up with four terms. Yeah, he right. did ten years, and then they had, I think, uh, two or three premiers after that. But um, they they got fourteen um but then, of course, in two thousand and eleven they got very badly annihilated and I think Annie ended up with about twenty seats yeah
3: um
4: at this stage, it looks like the coalition may have about um, uh, i think nearly thirty okay. i think that 's where they 're sitting, so they 're not as bad off in that situation yeah. but uh, it 's a very from a labor point of view it 's a good start for them, uh, not having to rely on a minority i think Again, um, I could be corrected, but I think when Bob Carr won in 1995, I think he only had a majority of one seat. Yes. Okay. And when he took it off the coalition, so the other the other stat that comes out too, of course, which they've been talking about is that um, this is the longest serving coalition government, but that's only really because they went to four year terms compared to previously three year terms. Okay. They've never coalition. I don't think uh, has ever done more than three terms. Uh, just that the length of the terms have changed, obviously, since Griner. Okay. Four years.
3: Interesting.
4: Interesting. Interesting, yeah. The upper house is, looks like it's going to have uh, uh, legalised cannabis as a, as a crossbench <laughs> Yep, member. that's it. Legalised cannabis. So, you know, also,
2: I could be, become a dope da- at both ends.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, it looks like that uh, the... Uh, the LDP Liberal Democratic Party uh, will get up as well. So uh, there's a couple of new faces there. Um, uh, I think probably the uh, the Greens will have their uh, two and a, a, a quite there And looks like one nation's vote's gone down and our vote's gone down as well. So um, it, because they're making room for other people, I suppose.
2: Will you have the will will, this, will the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party? Have enough say to represent, the, like the shooting, or, or the shooters and and the fishers and the farmers, will you still be able to challenge things? Oh,
4: most, most definitely, most definitely. If if we're re-elected, we will. Yeah, I, I don't think there'll be any doubt about that. Um, I think uh, one nation come back with one seat. Uh, at the moment, that's where they're tracking. And um, we're tracking for one seat at the moment too. So that would give him three and us two. That would be five. Um, and then you would have uh, the Liberal Democratic Party there as well, who were notionally, I suppose, of the right as well. So that would be six um, compared to the Greens who have... Um, I think they would have four, and you'd have two animal justice. There's six there, so it would be six and six, just off the top of my head in very rough numbers. Um, so uh, the Christian Democrats have disappeared. Um, yeah, so we'll just hopefully keep our fingers crossed and the counting goes the way. Uh,
2: I don't uh, think we, the we people it. of the Animal Activist Party, the people who vote for them and get involved with them, really understand what it's all about from those people.
4: Yeah, I think that's so, right. I think for, their, their vote, their vote, is increased slightly, but it's still well down. They well down on the on the, on the quota, but they they need and always rely on getting a preference a preference flow from yeah. the greens, and it looks like the greens will have enough over over quota uh, preference availability to probably get them elected again. That would be uh, that would be what one, two, three terms in a row.
2: Okay, okay. we shall probably have a discussion about this again next Saturday.
4: Yeah, hopefully uh, things will be clearer next Saturday as far as the upper house is concerned. But uh,
2: so you want yeah. to have a chat Saturday or Sunday?
4: I'm, oh, I'm happy to talk either day. We'll, we'll know one way or the other whether we're elected, whether anyone else is elected, or who's not elected. We'll see how it goes. But at the moment, we're, we're tracking to be elected. So uh, we'll see what happens. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a hard race, uh, but it's interesting to see the Labor Party pick up the way they did. Yeah. Uh, certainly a lot of undecided people in a very short period of time in the run-up to Saturday obviously made up their mind to go the other way so uh, go to, to labour so that's interesting and I suppose that I suppose that's a sign of these uncertain times isn't it yes. cost of living going up and yep. all, the, all the costs the, 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 people, the people I
2: do believe are looking they're, they're searching for an answer. And you know they never got it from the Perrottet government, so they say maybe we've got to go and try the Labor Party. I don't know, but that's how it appears that you know people are frustrated, and, and yeah. they're hurting. Their pocket is hurting.
4: Yeah, well, you've, you've only got to look at the cost of what, what's happened, and you can't. You, ideally, you can't just, but you know, blame that on the on the current government, although they, they a lot of their policy decisions. I think this has been a big vote against privatisation. For example, uh, that's one big thing that stuck out. And I think the other one is keeping the wage cap on the public service at 23 well, no, like three percent for so long. Robert, so somebody's the, uh, got to sp- well.
2: somebody has to speak up and say, "Hey, why does petrol change from 30, 40 and fifty cents a litre? How can it be a dollar eighty one there one is week nothing and wrong $2.30 with that? the next week?" They
1: have done. They have held investigation after investigation after investigation. Just because they're at the same price right across the city doesn't mean there's any price fixing. It's all been proven <laughs> to be above board, Kieran. They've done it a number of times. It's ebbs and flows, apparently. Oh, uh, don't damn my leg. I'll just me take my raining. tongue. You're taking out your cheek. <laughs> yeah, firmly out of my cheek, here.
2: I tell you. You're the right. Old, the old story is don't, don't do it down my leg and tell me it's raining. <laughs>
4: <laughs> well, yeah, if you're talking about fuel costs, I mean, keep in mind that we're importing 100% of everything now. So uh, Yeah, but we're fuel's, to- we're fuels totally at, at the beck and call, and we don't produce anything locally.
3: Fuel's at $70 US a, a barrel. barrel. And it was at $120 not that long ago. Ukraine, mate. Ukraine. Ukraine, yeah. Yeah. It's the same as the power prices, Robert. Yeah, that's yeah.
1: Ukraine, too. Yeah, it's Ukraine, yeah.
4: Well, that's right. I think they, the whole power policy is in a mess. I think. Uh, I think, um, yeah, both it's dumb and dumber as far as I'm concerned with the coalition and the Labor Party and what they're doing. Um, the costs of just building connectors alone is going to be thirty billion dollars. It's very, very.
2: The only thing uh, you know, that wor- yeah. what worries me about the Labor Party is what taxes are they going to imply to pay for the submarine? <laughs> well, I won't yeah. have to worry about it. I won't be here. But well, I do worry about well. You know, that, uh, that, that,
4: Grant that and Al. I'll worry about Al too. That, that at the federal level, of course, is a, a big issue. But um, yeah, I don't think any of us will have to worry about that one. It won't just be this government that has to put taxes up, which we're already seeing. Uh, you know, they're changing the taxes on superannuation, they yep. can't keep their hands out of that little pot.
3: Well, that's, um, that's an interesting one because they're complaining about the cost of rents and when they're taking some of the tax relief away from the people who buy the homes, the cost of rent's got to go up.
4: Well, that's right. And in New South Wales particularly, and I think probably it's true Australia-wide, the majority of investment into rental property is private money, not government money. Yes. By a long shot. So as soon as you start playing around with negative gearing, as soon as you start playing around with all, those other, um, what we you call normal tax deductibility, and you start interfering in the market, uh, you'll inevitably push the price of rent up even further. That's right. And you're by creating a greater shortage because people won't invest in it if they're going to feel uncertainty. Yeah,
2: That's right. I'll, I'll have, have to put return. a couple of rooms up for
4: rent.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Robert, thank you very much for your time this morning. It would have been a late night for you last night. Look forward to catching up next week.
1: Alrighty, thanks very much. Okay. The, Robert
3: the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers Party.
1: The one good thing about the new government coming in is maybe, maybe there's some jobs available for noddies. I want to be a noddy. I think it's a great job. You know when they're holding a press conference, all you stand do is stand in the, and the just, background and just not, Are you a blackout fan? No. You're not a blackout fan? No.
2: Kieran? I would never get a job as a noddy. I don't think so. I don't think I could ever. You can't nod properly.
1: Remember
3: the dogs know. that used to sit the, the little uh, yeah, dogs in back windows. The head yeah, and they with their ears. That's what they look like, don't they?
1: On the Blackadder, they have a uh, they have a, an election in a rotten borough, which means it's totally and utterly rigged. Yeah. And the one representative is the people standing in the in the background looking stupid party.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and every time we come to an election, and I see those noddies in the background, I can't help but think yeah. about that.
2: No, I, I, the background, like. Can... <laughs> I think that's ludicrous. It would be a great job. Let
1: you don't have to have any skill, an any talent. And all you have involved. to do is nod. kira has been doing that for 30 years. And
2: get the tool. <laughs> and go to, and let's get the tool lady on, the safari lady.
1: You can't see it. It's radio. I am nodding.
6: A great South Sydney legend, John Sadler, who has uh, passed away at aged 80. So much to talk about this great man and to join us and do that. There's another great South Sydney legend from that era, Greg Bob McCarthy. Talking sport. One of the great images that I still remember so vividly is watching you pick him up and lift him on your shoulders. We all knew he had, he broke his jaw. When we found later, it was broken in three places. It kind of pushed it all back into place because that night they picked the Australian side to go to, to England with the World yeah, Cup. Yeah, he, correct. He would have he been captain and all the Junos all took off and thought, you know, he's broke his jaw, he's broke his jaw oh. and He said this later on when he was able to talk and that what were you doing in the room? He said I was trying to push it all back into place. It was such a great team that you guys came through with, and I think we should play up just what you were saying,
0: that he was an incredibly good leader. With Graham Hughes, Gavin Robertson, Peter Tunks, and Brett Padworth. easy mortgages offers flexible home loans to suit whatever stage you're at whether you're buying a home investing renovating or refinancing they'll help you compare and save easy mortgages lends quickly and easily offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank visit the website Key in your details and get an answer within 24 hours. Go to easymortgages.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 535 100.
5: You can escape the rat race to enjoy a leisurely break at Mudgie's Winning Post Motor Inn. As a special bonus, when you make a reservation at Winning Post Motor Inn, mention you heard about it here and you'll receive a complimentary bottle of local Charnwood Estate wine to take home with you. To find out more or to make a reservation, you go to winningpostmotorin.com.au or you can call Mudgee's Winning Post Motor Inn for a booking on 63 72 33
0: Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366 or go to VIEW.org.au. Choices Flooring understands that we all have different needs for our homes. So, what's your lifestyle? Whether you're a busy family or need healthier solutions, love natural fibres and textures, or just want the ultimate in luxury, you'll find the right choice for your lifestyle at our What's Your Lifestyle sale. So go online and view all of our What's Your Lifestyle sale catalogues
3: packed full of savings, inspiration and chances to win. Choices Flooring, the floor you've been searching for.
0: Sport. Talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Is only
4: a
1: 21 after 6 in New South Wales. If you've missed any of today's show, don't forget it is available on podcast. If you are listening back on air at 2HD, the whole show is up there in segments for you. Time... Uh, to, you know, we've got the last, what, 40 minutes of today's program. Alan won't be with us next week, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm away.
3: i got a wedding up the hundred oh, thousand. Yeah.
2: statement, which is going to be, well, I thought she might have been, popped her head in the door today. And yeah, I well, don't you said that earlier, she was coming statement. in, but Melinda Pabry
3: was on the TV last night looking resplendent in her teal colours. Morning, Melinda.
7: Are you colour blind? I was in sage, not teal. In sage? Sage. It was a green tone. There was no blue undertones,
2: which is teal. <laughs> I told you she'd be looking like a frog. <laughs> you
1: not? See, see, the problem is, the problem is, the four main colours of the rainbow are all men know, And beyond that, we, we, we struggle with any type of colour. It's, <laughs> you know, it's... You got to call it. Call it as you see it, right? Actually, you were good on TV last night, but I think the the, the best part
3: was when uh, Mark Latham gave it to uh, Simon Holmes a court.
7: Yeah, that was uh, that was very good, wasn't it? Yes, uh, it was exactly uh, in in relation to um, how they chose their candidates. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and, yes, yes, tapping yes. them on the shoulder and then giving a bucket load of money.
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, but uh, oh, well. So, what do you think of the results?
7: Um, yeah, well, it was interesting. One Nation, you know, uh, got one, only 1% swing to it. Shooters and Fishers had a huge swing against them. Mm -hmm. So they've got half a quota. Um, so it's probably going to be a couple of weeks before we know whether Robert Borsak makes it through, Mm. uh, to be fair. But it was a big night for Labour. I said it a few times on the, on on the show last night that I haven't seen Labour so proud of its brand in a very long time. Uh, you know, Chris Minns deserves congratulations and I think so does Anthony Albanese at the moment um, and wall-to-wall Labor governments on the mainland of Australia. Um, but I think you've been talking about cost of living. People are hurting um, and that isn't necessarily the fault of the New South Wales government. It's the economic um, circumstances of the time. Interest rates and uh, petrol prices are outside the... The remit of a state government um but after 12 years people had sort of had enough of it yeah. i think uh then did it very well all things considered uh we all you know we had three members retiring including myself and we've won all those seats uh oxley on the mid north coast uh clarence on the north coast around grafton uh and mile lakes um tanya thompson there she had a swing to her and so in those circumstances, it's very risky with retiring members. We've held both seats. Um, Monero's going to take another few more days to count. Uh, Steve won had to, you know, you can't say anything other than a very strong result because they had, they changed candidates mid-flight there. Uh, and because, uh, the Campese fellow st- stood down. Um, so, you know, we, we feel confident about pre-poll. Um, in some of the areas that we're at. So who, who knows what's going to happen um, in Monero. But, you know, 0.6% margin in Upper Hunter. Dave Laesle's been able to, to hold that off. We've had swings to us in Northern Tablelands and Cootamundra. Um, and my great mate, Jeff Provost, he's going to be chewing his fingernails for a few more days. But I think we're pretty confident up in Tweed that that will come our way.
3: So, for someone who's just retired from politics, you sound as though you're all over it and right into it still.
2: There's a lot of wee wee wee. <laughs> I'll try did it. you hear that?
3: <laughs> There's no I in team, Kieran.
7: Yeah, well,
1: but there isn't me. <laughs>
7: after twenty years, um, I am proud that, um, that 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 the team uh, did well. Uh, but you know, we've got to make sure that uh, Chris Minn stays true to his work too. That. He's going to govern for everybody, not just those that voted for him. But he's going to have a tough job. It's just, it's just going to be hard um, yes. to keep to all the infrastructure promises and, and commitments that are, that are underway, as well as you know taking off that wage cap. You know, I think once all, all this is said and done, our public servants have actually, with the wage cap that we had, uh, had an increase overall uh, on average in their their salaries it's just that we've had such a big jump in inflation uh, in the last 18 months that two and a half percent doesn't doesn't cut it so and the industrial relations commission had had said that and and made recommendations but you know once you start lifting um the wages you know of our hard-working public servants that are on the ground like your nurses like your, your, your police um and your teachers that just has an exponential impact on the budget. Okay. And that, you know, then there is going to be some pressure. And, are we going you know,
2: to, Melinda, are we going to impact on the budget if we ask somebody to fix up Menindee?
7: Oh, well, that's a Commonwealth budget. And, you know, this is the Murray-Darling Basin Authority. Yeah, it's a shame, you know, we've got broken river gauges all through the system, and we saw that up at Lismore, and, I know one just got fixed the other day at Taroka at at the back of Kempsey, Um, but there was a big gauge broken out at Meninji. If if that had been operating properly, it may have had a different impact. And I think there just needs to be some flexibility out at Meninji to be able to pivot and move um, with events that that are before them. You can't write the rules 100 per cent. And made worse when you don't have gauges working, which seems to be the case. Look, you know, we changed how that river system flowed in the 1950s when we created Menendee Lakes. Um, And there are some locals out there saying that if we'd have kept some of the the water back um, in one of, I think, uh, Paparamaru, and left the water behind the weir there, we wouldn't have had as much dirty water going down. But look, they'll have a good look at that. Um, You know, it also shows that we've been stocking that, that, that system very well. Um, and it's 100% reversal of what happened four years ago but no matter what, you know, whose fault it was it just looks bloody terrible um, and we've got to learn from it and make sure, you know, we avoid it happening again
3: Okay, now the question on everyone's lips what next for the Honourable Melinda Pavey?
7: Well, there's no sleep in <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we'll see, we'll see I've just got to have a you know,
2: time She might take up truck driving with PJ She likes PJ now <laughs> well, he's, all, uh, he, he's, he's always nice to her. Yeah.
7: I never didn't like him,
2: right.
7: so you can't say I like him now. I did not. I, you know, <laughs> I am going to go fishing with Laurie McInerney. I can tell you that, and Good. I am going to. I am going to find some time to do some fishing. But uh, in terms of you know what exactly I'm going to do, there's some interesting, um, interesting opportunities that I'm exploring at the moment. That. Uh,
2: Kieran, you'll be
3: the second person to know after Warren. <laughs> okay, there you go. We'll go, enjoy a well-earned break first off.
2: Yeah, yeah, we will. We do you will. want to we stay? Do. do you want to stay online, and we got run up and get um, Paul boot? We're going to talk about cooking. Or are you going no, back to
7: well, bed? Actually, I'd love to. <laughs> Two
2: AM. She finished. <laughs> I've
7: got to, what I've got, to do, I've got to get out to the airport shortly. No, okay. so, and that's why I didn't come in, fellas. I am probably only three hundred metres from. That's me. right,
3: your sister's place, yeah, <laughs>
7: <laughs> sister-in-law's place. Yeah. But um, I, I've got to get out to the airport, and I want to get home. I want to get home. But yeah. it was fun last night on the uh, at, at um, the Channel Seven studio. Um, yeah, but it's a it's a big change. Yeah, Dominic Perrotte he's not going to stick around as leader, so. Yeah, it's going to be some tough times. Opposition's tough, but, you know, it's also a really good opportunity to get some some of the bright new ones that have come in to get together and actually listen well to the community and um, and start tweaking some policies to, to um, really represent our communities.
3: Yeah, for those who don't realise, you did eight years in opposition before you got into the government.
7: I was actually 12.
3: There you go.
7: It was yeah. tough. <laughs> and, yeah, it was 16 years of labour as... Uh, you know, and they did win, Robert Borzak was right, once. They did win by one vote, uh, yes. one seat in 1995. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they only won three seats that, that time. And I think this is the one for the record books, as Joe Halen from the Labor Party was saying last night, that this is the largest number of seat <clears throat> changeover we've seen. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of seats still in doubt.
3: Okay. Yeah. Norris, no thank you for your time and thank you for being a great servant to New South yeah. Wales
2: over all the years. Here, <laughs> Thank you. I hope you still the servant for two. Uh, well, tide. It,
1: apparently, this is the case. Apparently, even though we're not going to be talking so much politics with Melinda now, she's going to become our our fishing reporter from Southwest Rocks by the sounds of things.
7: <laughs> no, that's Laurie McInerney's
1: job. No one about that. <laughs> Good on you, Melinda, and well done. Okay. Thanks, Melina. Talk soon. It is high tide, 29 minutes away from seven.
7: Right now, Make-A-Wish is supporting over 800 critically ill kids across Australia. That's more wish kids than ever before who need your support. Wish kids like Cooper. Eight-year-old Cooper has a rare neurological condition and often spends his holidays in hospital. His biggest wish is to have a fun holiday in the snow, throwing snowballs and building a snowman. Thanks to Make-A-Wish, that's all about to come true. Helping sick kids like Cooper find hope is something we all have the power to do. You can help create inspirational wishes. Donate
3: today at makeawish.org.au.
1: Imagine a beautiful clear day out on the water. Now add wind, heavy rain, and a severe drop in temperature. Add a rising icy swell and the onset of darkness. Add storm clouds and lightning. The weather can rapidly change conditions. It's important that you plan ahead, keep checking the weather, and wear a life jacket every time you're out on the water. Wear a life jacket. Don't risk your life. A message from the New South Wales Government.
5: Now you can make that tree change that you've always wanted when you move to the country and build your own PAL kit home. You can do it yourself with PAL and you'll save money. PAL has a great range of quality designs and floor plans from which to choose. Make this the year to follow your dream and build your own country home the PAL kit homes way. Go to PAL, that's P-A-L. PALKitHomes.com a u or phone one eight hundred zero two four Nine, one, two.
0: Sydney's ultimate golf and lifestyle destination is Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. With three separate function areas and an immaculate Par 72 championship layout, Twin Creeks is the perfect venue for corporate golf days or that special game of golf with your mates. To find out more or to make a booking, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or call Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club on 9670-8888, 9670-8888. 888 888. Do you suffer from mild arthritis, osteo and other aches and pains? With its natural organic ingredients, Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel might assist you. Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockers, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 66 71 359. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands and great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell
5: great cookware brands like ScanPan, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Rydal Glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware, and much more. Peters also stocks a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. They even have afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au.
0: 2SM Sydney's Talking 2SM 1269 More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network Thanks to Shimano Tomorrow's Tackle Today
1: Only just a little bit more We've got about 26 minutes left of the show I've got a busy day today, Kieran I have to pop into Bunnings and get a colour chart for Alan
6: Blake
1: you or not, Sage <laughs>
3: Morning, Paul Burt.
6: Hello, hello, and uh, hello.
3: Kieran said we're not allowed to talk about crabs today because we talked about it too much yesterday, and he didn't get any.
6: My God, you should have seen what happened after I spoke to you guys. It was an epic day, and I'm going to I'm going to disappoint you, Kieran, because I'm going to talk about crabs. <laughs> Mate, spot. Right? I pulled up to the spot where we were, and I handlined. So all I had was just a handline. That's all. handline. We're handlining for crabs. No crab, no crab pots for crab crabs. I had my cameraman on board who we then, we filmed the episode and it was awesome. And every time we put out a handline, we had four. The 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 time we dropped the first one, oh, the, the last one down, the first one was walking. And then it got so ridiculous that two were walking and then three were walking. And what I mean by walking is that the line would go tight because we're tying it to the edge of the boat it would go tight, and you pull it up slowly. you had have the camera on it in the water, and as you're pulling it up... Did see. they have
2: it in their claw, or did they have it yeah, in yeah, the yeah. mouth? they had
6: it in their claw that they were so hungry, mate. They had it in their claw that even then I'd, we'd net them. We'd put a big scoop under them and pull them out of the water. Yeah. And I'm talking, we, we kept 16 crabs. Uh, sorry, 14 crabs, because you'll have seven per person. So we 14 crabs, and um, that was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yes, and, good and photos on enough, Facebook. Chicken yeah. would fall off. The chicken yeah. would fall off the hook, like when they'd get in the net at times, and using raw chicken as well. Is that, Matt, um, they'd still be chewing it, not chewing it. It was incredible.
4: Okay.
1: So you know, when you walk down the lolly aisle while you're doing shopping and the kids say, Can I have a, you know, a chocolate or something? You say, No, you know that look on their face? Yeah. That's the look Kieran's got at the moment talking about <laughs> crabs. <laughs> <laughs>
6: The bloke beside me, and, and, I'm, and I swear, and I'm really happy this happened, because we pulled, we pulled up next to a fella, and, um, who, who, well, a crab pot, where he had his pot in a hole where we were crabbing a few days ago. He pulled up his crab pot right beside us. He had 58 crabs oh, in his crab trap. Wow. And the crab pot was like it was about to explode. <laughs> it was so, it was bulging at the edges, and he goes, look at this, and we... we we, we got it. It was so heavy you could hardly lift it.
2: What did and, he have um, for bait in
6: there? We got it all, all on camera. Mate, they used just, just f- f- uh, fish frames and chicken, raw chicken yeah. frames. Chicken frames. And it was so good. So There's just so many crabs. Mate, I have never seen it in my life this amount of crabs ever. Ever. It was incredible. It, it was incre- and it's not just like, we're not, I'm not talking Narang River or anything like that. We're talking when. You now the bottom, of Morton Bay, Logan River—that sort of area there. It's just littered with with mud crabs. It's ridiculous. So it's good. Yeah, it was. Hey, and yeah, you got some,
3: you got some fish also.
6: Yeah, we did. We, we ventured from there. We ventured straight across the Jump Pin Bar and uh, going out through the bar there. And uh, and I knew there were a few mackerel schools around, but I wasn't prepared for the amount of fish. Um, I got out there, and it would have been five or six football field size. Of uh, of um, fish just slicing the water, and I'm thinking, wow, okay. And there was ten boats, and each boat would have been 200 meters away from you at least, so you had no dramas of getting your lines not getting cut off or anything, you know. And just to show, like that many boats and that far away, and they were, everyone was hooking on. I was like, wow, really? And we pulled up, and we didn't have any any bait. We just had a couple of spin rods, so we just started spinning with metal lures and. All the bait fish in that little area that we were in would come and hide under your boat. Therefore, the mackerel would chop <laughs> it to the side of the boat. You could kneel on, you could kneel on, gaff one as it went past.
2: Did you chop just, one up and eat one? Didn't have, didn't have
6: to. to. Did I what? eat one?
0: Yeah.
2: Did no, mate, no, that? no. Did you me out of him or not?
6: No, I had to have my cameraman back to the dock at 10.30 in the morning and uh, and we got out there at 9 and we caught 13. Good, good spotty, spotty mackerel in the oh, hour, wow. and, um, and we bailed and we had him back by ten thirty. So the fishing is just phenomenal, phenomenal. Welcome to Queensland. It's incredible at the moment. <laughs> the blue swimmers, Paul. the blue swimmers off, um, off uh, Wellington Point. They're getting thirty to forty in a trap up there at the moment. The price. Wow. yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So the fishing is great. The mangrove jack fishing in the estuaries is, is awesome at the moment still. Water temperature in the estuaries is around 27 degrees um, on the offshore grounds. It's about 26. Um, we're seeing awesome patches of mahi-mahi on all the government pads. They are just flying up from um, Morton Island to Point Lookout, Point Lookout all the way down to Spot X, those areas there. And off Tweed Head, there's some really good wahoo coming through at the moment as well, off Tweed. Plenty, plenty of black marlin still moving around. A lot of the fish are in that 40 to 60 kilo mark, and there's no shortage of them. They're just not... They're not slowing down, gentlemen. It's incredible. I think, you know, you guys are just going to see the, obviously, the, the end of that as it comes through to you, too. It's still coming past us, it's still going to come to you. So the mackerel, and I'm oh, sorry, the marlin fishery is, is, is incredible as well. A um, couple of the boys there throughout the week, oh, and the weather was awesome, they were getting shots. And this is coming from, we had a, the Gar- Garmin fellows had a, a meeting up here in the conferencing throughout the week. And um, a couple of the fellas were telling me there that, you know, their customers were going out there and getting you know up to 25, 30 shots in a session on black marlin, like, and on live bait. It's just inc- the fishing is really, really ramped up to in, in, you know, unheard of times.
3: But Paul, do you think put that down to the hot current running so late, or when do you think it'll change?
6: I, I think I don't think it's going to change for the for the immediate future. That like, you know, but when it does, it'll stop immediately. It'll yes. stop. It'll. Yeah. It'll. You, you go up there and you will think, oh, nackle just gone, huh? all happen, So, you know, what was that? But I think the current's still quite warm at the moment. It's still sitting at around 29 degrees uh, in, in the tropics and it's pushing down. So we're still talking sea surface temperatures down here. It's got to be 26 degrees the cyclone uh, engine running and it's sitting steady at 26, 26.2, something like that. So, um, you know, we are in, in, uh, in, in that, still, we're still in the early parts of the year as well. So really haven't gone into, into the, the colder time yet. That'll happen. But um, obviously, it will slow down. It will stop. But uh, can't see it happening for another, at least another couple of weeks.
3: Yeah. Well, we, we haven't really had any east coast cyclones this year, and they predicted a fair few, but they've all been on the west coast. Mm.
6: No, no, they always predicted. They always predict a few. You know, because uh, if it doesn't happen, then you know if, if, we're, we're, we're lucky. <laughs> so <laughs> you know, it's a, there's always that prediction that's um, that's inaccurate. Uh, I guess that's a prediction. But, um, mate, yeah, no, we haven't had any East Coast cyclones as yet. There was one that was going to form a couple of weeks ago, but uh, on that trough line, but it stayed well at the, uh, the Coral East Coast. So it didn't, didn't, didn't do anything for us, although there was still the chances we had that warmer water temp coming through at the moment. But I think with the crabbing being so good, we had massive floods last year, and I think the floods... I, I think the floods... We didn't see good crabs last year because of the floods. Normally, after some good rain and all that, you know, the crabs will wash out that time of the year, around that sort of January, February. Uh, In March as well, you'll get some really good crab. Uh, but we didn't get that last year because of the amount of huge amount of water. And maybe they just stayed I'm not sure. You know, caught quite a few of the crabs have got real small white barnacles. And some people are saying they come from the ocean. Um, so I'm not entirely sure on that one, or, or what, what it is. But I'm thinking maybe they didn't really run last year, and this is just a double whammy of what this, what just happened last year is happening this year. I don't, I don't know. I can't really tell you why. they have, they
3: have to be full of meat if they've got barnacles on them?
6: Mate, yeah, yeah, little white barnacles. Um, you know, some we're calling them beauty spots yesterday because everyone had different beauty spot marks, and until um, one bit me actually, and, uh, and uh, <laughs> shut up, one bit me. <laughs> so I, I, I that one today we're doing a film shoot and it's um, it's a Hong Kong style mud crab and I I know which one didn't. <laughs> and and that one is breakfast at, at about eight thirty this morning <laughs> by the way i Kongers <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, he's yeah he's not good he's going he's not going to be doing good.
2: You said just before we get to ad break. Yeah. Looking into the crystal ball. The boat show will be on for about four days here in Sydney, the Sydney yeah, International Boat Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, will
6: you be here?
2: Yes. And will you be doing your normal thing, sh- cooking as well?
6: Yeah. You know, this year we're, we're, we're setting the stage up. So our, our our casting demonstration stage and the fishing stage, like we had at the boat show last year, if anyone didn't see it, what it was, we just had this really awesome stage where... Because it's kept coming up like it was before. But we've had, like, Justin Duggan had his boat there, you know, and, and he was doing the talks out of his boat. And it was a really good championship sort of a style. Uh, this year, we're doing the same thing. But it looks as though we're going to have this set up out the front in front of the restaurants leading down to the uh, actual Coffin Marina. So um, it's going to be an outdoor event there for us. And uh, fingers crossed it doesn't rain. And, and it's a good thing. And, and the beauty about the Sydney Go Show is the way I look at it, is that it, it is 100% undercover. It doesn't matter if it rains. You bring a blobby, you're dry. All right? It's awesome. So,
3: Hang on, so, hang on. What about when you go to the
6: marina? Yeah. What do you mean go to the marina?
3: Well, there's two parts of the boat show, even though it's only one hall this year downstairs, but there's hmm. a marina section as well as the inside Is there
2: upstairs part oh, of no, the No, so no upstairs.
6: Everything's... For the for the person who tend, attends, it's undercover.
2: It's
3: undercover now. <laughs> <laughs> I the bet Broly. the marina people will disagree with you on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, we well, we will be giving away family undercover. passes to it.
3: So, will you have undercover, undercover
1: for people that want to watch you on stage?
6: I will have a brawley. <laughs> I was
1: going to talk to Paul and su- suggest that we could sit down and collaborate and do a, a cookbook But yesterday when we asked him how to cook the mud crabs, he said boil them in water I thought, okay, it's not going to be a very no, big book No, he just said put them in the pot Yeah, That's all he said, put yeah. them in the pot Not going to be a
6: very big book <laughs> it's, like these, it's like these bush cooks, how to cook damper a Hundred Ways. On a fire. Uh, Add Sultanas. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hang on, hang on. What about a Coca-Cola curry?
6: Oh, that's, yeah, That yeah. Add goat. Add, Add goat. Lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Add chicken. <laughs> Add the crab that bit me yesterday. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's, it's it's all good. You're
1: lighting him up, aren't you? You
3: just can't wait for breakfast now. It's revenge. It will be a good session, I hope, with Paul getting bitten and what he says and bleep, bleep, bleep on the on the show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it could be like you know what he, when he was casting, practicing, yeah, the duck, the duck, yeah, 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 the
6: duck, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, that one there went down I well. Caught,
2: I caught the crab. <laughs> And this is what happened to me? Mine is a finger? Absolutely. Yep. Well, Paul,
6: <laughs> yeah, no, I can had, you... I got, the, I got the finger out before it got um, too crushed. But Good. But it got crushed anyway.
1: So okay. It... Hang on a sec. we We'll take a break and come back to you. Hang on. Roger. This is High Tide. It is 13 minutes away from seven.
3: Nothing like this was established in other countries. In my humble opinion, we should have this voice on a higher run first.
0: Brent Boltitude. I won't be voting for the voice, I won't be saying yes, but I think Aboriginal people have got more power than any other people in Australia now.
7: This is what gets me. There's something not legitimate about all this. These are people that have needed help since I
0: was a girl, and I'm 77. (laughs) Brant's Voltitude, following John Laws on 2SM. If you're looking to start a business, buying a franchise is an excellent option, and with all group franchises, you'll have ongoing support. The home services industry is experiencing rapid growth, as people are too busy to maintain their homes. All group franchises offers a range of home services franchise options, including lawns and gardens and you'll be trained in every aspect. Visit allgroupfranchises.com.au or call 0429 691413. That's 0429 691413. Brain tumour, migraine, dementia. Have you or someone you love been touched by a brain disorder, disease or injury? Help the ones you love by donating to research today. Visit brainfoundation.org.au.
3: Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal
0: or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport that could make you a local legend, the skills you've honed over a
3: lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the Bowls green. And that green is
0: just up the road. Bowls. Local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. For over 40 years, Kubota have worked the Australian landscape and faced its challenges. From first light to sunset, our agriculture and construction range works with power and versatility that you can rely on. From our mid-size to professional tractors, dependable mowers, zero tail swing or conventional excavators and more. Kubota is building and shaping the future. Visit kubota.com.au or head to your nearest dealer to learn more. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled
1: Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid, and plug-in hybrid
0: technologies. The Kia Sorento. Awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer.
7: Kia movement that inspires
1: What starts with A and ends with E Supplements
0: for you and me Arba Vitae health supplements are now available at leading chemists and health food stores nationwide Ask for Arba Vitae at your favourite pharmacy Arba Vitae. 2SM has Sydney talking 2SM has Sydney talking More of High Tide on Two SM and the Super Network, thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle
1: today. Ten uh... minutes
0: away from
1: a seven on High Tide.
2: Kieran's still salivating about the crowds. Uh, uh, he's, he's
1: not. He's not in a good
2: mood, Paul. I'll get you... him on Wednesday. Don't you... will have up? mud crabs.
6: Are you coming up this way, yeah?
2: Yep. Hi.
6: Are you driving or are you driving? Med- yep,
2: I'm driving. You're right. away, aren't you, Paul? I'm I'm
1: trying, I'm working, I'm trying to now. help you mate. I'm trying to it help you. Now. He goes not, up there and gives
2: Paul his parking fines. <laughs> and my coffee and my breakfast.
6: Mate, yeah, yeah, pop 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 on through, mate. Give me a hoy on um on Tuesday. Let me know when you're on Wednesday oh, give me a call yeah. when Tuesday, let me know where you are and I'll mate, I'll give you a couple of crabs on the way through. Take him like, from the Lula, out from the to the ruler bar wherever you are, that'd be good.
2: Okay. Yeah, no
3: problem. They'll only be shells. There won't be any left in them. <laughs> Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You move wish. to put on the wall to look at.
3: No, no, in bits. they will be cracked <laughs> open already. <laughs> <or
2: a bit. laughs> Empty shells. Apply. You mean she, they could be know, like f- a, a football?
6: You have to yeah, log and even take you out, out there and uh, haven't have a crack. Hey, lots of prawns up there.
2: Actually, you'd like to
3: go scuba diving if you are taking him up there. I ride right a push bike first. <laughs>
6: oh. I have a really good ramp at the back of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that, oh, that, that, that's okay. all right. I will get a sling out of the Ambo for you to get you on the boat. Hey, listen. The, um, the other thing I was, I was going to mention to you is um, yesterday that one of the best things with mud crabs is fresh bakery bread, load of butter, some salt, bit of vinegar, and butter, uh, bim butter, boom straight on, and, and away you go. And I, I reckon I had a three-inch sand crab, uh, sorry, mud crab sandwich yesterday. It was so thick, beautiful. It yeah. How does it bring you gout?
3: Oh, I think it gives you gout. Actually, up at Miriam Vale, there's, there's a place up there you get the crab sandwiches from all the
6: time. On the
3: highway. Yeah. Okay.
6: Yep. yep. I'm always skeptical when you. This...
3: see. Yep. I can see too.
2: Yep. Oh. What did you do to him? It's me. I caused that. <laughs> I caused the problem because I said to him, "We're going to get Mike from the complete." Anger. Three
1: minutes we sat here.
2: for. <laughs> Three minutes during the commercial break. Oh, that's right. You get you get Mike up.
3: Now no, who are we getting up now? Also, we'll with... Paul's gone. That's Paul. right. Yeah. Get that. Yeah. So where can we what, have a fish,
2: Ciaran? Uh, Anywhere. Uh, especially Karen. up and down the coast. And don't forget the, the conditions today are good. There's yes. plenty of surface action. And in most of the bays and uh, and the rivers, you're <laughs> picking up whiting, brim, flathead, big yeah. jewfish.
3: Well, Luke Austin up at Great Lakes Tackle and Camping sort of spectacular up there. They're getting all sorts of fish. At, uh, the Trumpeter Whiting is still holding up there as well. Skill Mulloway have been uh, haunting the break walls. As PJ alluded to. Paul Burt's well trained. He's back again? He knows. He's used to Kieran panelling. It's not no, much better. It hasn't improved much. Watch <laughs> <Not you there.
2: laughs>
6: That's the new government stage. I haven't dropped him. We've ever.
3: already blamed the government for other things. Don't worry. There's no problems so with you, Mike.
6: Right? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, Lord. Yeah. Um, lots of whiting up here in the Narang River as well, around the council chambers, if you're keen to have a crack at those there. You could also try around Gold and Green Bank uh, yesterday. Oh, very funny yesterday, very funny. I was going through the six-knot zone. The water police were in there, really big R.I.B., beautiful big boat, you know, three engines on the back. They're not out running this thing at all. Um, and they pulled over three jet skiers who were doing the right thing. They were just but they're checking them, which is a good thing as well. And they were doing probably you know, five knots entering the six-knot zone. And they were sitting in there and I've gone past doing six knots in the wave. And I'm probably 300 metres to the north of them. Maybe 200 metres to the north of them. And I turn around and here's Marin Park kettle. Par kettle, in their they old old. Um, I don't know what sort of. You know those old fiberglass there, boats there, Blakey. But um, they got like a duck sort of a front to them. Not not a not a uh, seafarer. Sort of stepped up nose.
3: Yes, yes. I know anyway. it's yeah. Really
6: old. They've got the old two-stroke engine on the back. Right. There's not much shape to it. Probably did in the day. And they're they're mate, they're doing 25 knots. They're doing 25 knots. And I reckon they went. Within, say, so 30 metres from a vessel, you've got to slow down. I honestly reckon they went past the police boat with these three jet skiers, 15 metres, <laughs> doing 30 knots, 25, 30 knots, Mar and Park Hill in their little boat, and they've flown past in the six knot zone. The six knot zone goes for 800 metres to a kilometre, up at the jumper pin. And mate, they are just, they've given them a light, nice little wave, and they've just kept going. And they've just kept going, they come past me doing 25, 30 knots. And they got to the other end of the six-knot zone and just kept going and disappeared. And I'm thinking <laughs> that is hilarious. So they just went past the, the popo, doing, doing 25, 30 knots in a six-knot zone. They pulled over. The other ones had just pulled over the jet the, um, the Jet skis, jet skis yeah. Wrong. yeah.
3: I found it I found fit on you. Actually, <laughs> I, was, I was told a story of the day there was a jet skier broke down in the Hawkesbury, not far from Hawkesbury, back, about two kilometres.
1: So, so had a party.
3: He, yeah, he was towed back by the Maritime. And uh, when he got there, he said, oh, thank you to Maritime." He said, oh, hang on a sec, I'll give you a ticket. He said, well, he said, well, you took your life jacket off while I was towing you back on the jet ski. So he oh, gave him a blister. God. Ooh. <laughs>
2: Ooh.
6: Oh, nasty. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. Ouch. It's <laughs> a double-edged sword, isn't
2: it? <laughs> a... so, it is. A... Yeah, okay, yeah, step I, I, outside. I might miss out on Mudcrab, but I'm going to go out to my mate's place, uh, Pete's Mini Espresso Bar at Kellyville, this morning and have an egg and baker roll. Paola. Paola. Ka-ching, ka-ching. ka ka So step yeah. outside.
6: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, well, well,
2: you'll talk funny. about Shimano and you'll talk about Amazon. Well, he's trying to talk about step outside, but you ain't got yeah. a chance.
1: and I want to know what time they're dropping the next
6: step. Today, 2.30, there, Grant. 2.30 today on 7, mate. Mate, and uh, it's going to be... A, today's a, a, a really cool show. We actually um, head out to the Swains Reef with uh, Leroy from... Shimano, he's not with Shimano anymore, but Taleroy and Biani. and they're actually stick baiting and uh, casting stick baits. so that's a lot of fun. And then um, I'm showing you how to chin rig a Bonito when you're trying for mackerel, and also we're um, heading up to the hinterland targeting a, a wilder native Australian species, and it's a, a really, really, really pretty cool show. And I'm using a bird for bait, <laughs> and I not a duck. I had a bird.
2: What sort of Shimano gear, gear you using?
6: Oh, that one there I'm running the Corrado DC 150 HG, which is a digitally controlled bait um, caster. Awesome piece of equipment. And running on that also the um, the Corrado uh, six to eight kilo bait caster rod. Okay. So it's a uh, it's a double hand uh, figure grip.
2: Okay. Got to go, Paulie. Paul. Go, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Most importantly, please while you're out and about today, keep your eye on the sky.
3: <laughs> Safe boating, everyone. Same time, same channel next Saturday and Sunday. Thank you for listening, and you can get the podcast on Facebook. This
2: boyhood story. Had to end.